Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey folks. Hello. David Molnar here and the one, the only Rich Coleman. Welcome. No, you welcome. Welcome to Florida. <laughs> David's li- the tan one. I- I'm I'm the cute one. <laughs> I li- I live here, so um, so welcome. Hey, folks, we got uh, I'm, I'm working on my laptop, so it's a configuration today. Welcome to the Your Photography Mentor Podcast episode 297. It feels like it. This is kind of like a therapy session, but like <laughs> I'm talking to them and you. I just touched your leg. You couldn't really see it because of the laptop. I could see it. I could see you it. could feel it. I could. That's all that um, We've got a bunch of people on live today. Hey, Rich, I have a question for you. Go for it. I'm going to turn the volume up. Okay, sweet. What are your favorite... Oh, no. I need my other cup of coffee. <laughs> this thing is like... It's in the, it's in the way. All right. Um, what are Ninja's favorite shoes? Go for it. Sneakers. Sneakers! Sneakers, there you go. You got anything to drink? I have a water and an iced coffee that's just out of frame. I might sneak up and get. Well, this is fun. This is fun. We uh, are live in person for one of the first times. This is great. I'm just new configuration. This is my first time meeting you. This is this is great. I like. I just know you from a Zoom level, like COVID status. <laughs> not true. Not true. Um, not true at all. But uh, but yeah, happy happy that you're here. Happy that we're doing a podcast for the first time in person. Thank y'all for tuning in today. It, it's weird that there's like no three second delay. Like usually you tell a joke and I have to like pre laugh <laughs> so that it lines up. So this, awesome. this is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are we going to be talking about today? Today they need you. You need to be on your mic a little more. Is what we're hearing. Um, today mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about. Over the last couple of weeks, we've showed we've taught you how to see, shoot, edit, build. What's after build, David? You teach me. Uh, specialize. See, shoot, edit, specialize, then build. Um, so today we're like last week we talked about like our first paid shoots and like how fun it was. Pretty funny how similar they were too. Mm-hmm. This week we're gonna talk about like building upon a brand because one thing that's super important and a lot of photographers kind of miss it's that people will want to pay you. They want you. Even though they can get great pictures from 10 people in your neighborhood, they're going to want to work with you because you're you. And that's part of your brand, establishing who you are as a photographer and making it work. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, what I think building your brand is about. And like you have like a really great, like your brand got like so niche and awesome. Like people know who you are. You're David Monar, the photography mentor. Like you, you are Mr. Brand. Like the cereal. Like the cereal. Like the cereal. Yeah, building a brand is, is really important. By the way, there's a forest fire or something right out our window, and there's been a bunch of them lately in Florida. I don't know if you saw that coming in. Maybe it just started. I didn't. It's, I'm hoping that it doesn't come and burn us down. At the Blow that a way. Bit. We'll go that way. A little bit, little bit worried about that. Um, uh, yeah, so... So people ask the question, like, how do I raise my prices? How do I know what to book? Sorry, how do I know how to price? 
they ask the questions like, how much should I be charging? All these different things. And the reality is it's, it's based on the perception of you as a brand, you know? So we were talking about, uh, in previous episodes of the podcast, how should you name your business? And what did we talk about specifically? Like, should you be C-Star photography, two daisies photography, you know, eye of the tiger photography? And what did we say? What did you say? What did you recommend? A couple weeks ago, I recommend it is always easier to brand your name and yourself. Um, Like, if you ever recommend somebody and it's their name, there's such, like, a strong ownership to... Oh, you need to book David Molinar. Oh, you need to book Rich Coleman. I'm just moving my mic. It's, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you having your name is huge, and, and branding that way is huge, too. So, Rich, Rich was trying to get me to just hold the microphone. I'm like, oh, I don't like to have to hold it. But in this context, it just kind of felt a little bit weird. It's almost it. like I'm right sometimes. <laughs> Once or twice. It's almost like that. And unless I'm with my wife, then it's never. Right. Then I can I learned a marriage and this has nothing to do with anything photography. Men, if you're listening, you can either be right or happy. There's no men listening. It's okay. Yeah. It's just women. Cuz I mean, look at us. Why would a man I mean, look at you. Yeah, why would a man watch this? Why would a man Sorry, watch you it? said what were you saying? I I I messed up your punchline. What were you saying? Your joke. Second year. Did I have a joke? I was being for real. I said you can be right or happy. That wasn't a joke. That was real. Like if my wife is arguing with me, which we never do because we're Christians, um, she'll say, oh, the sky's green. And I could argue with her until I'm blue in the face. Mm. And be like, no, it's blue. And then when I win, but you'll never and be she right. agrees that it is blue, I'm in trouble for two weeks. So it's never, ever worth being right. Mm. And I know that sounds like happy wife, happy life. I'm not a believer in that. I just... Like, you pick your battles, and you can either be right or happy, and that's, like, something that took me, like, 12 years of marriage to, like, like, I was not good at that at first. Mm. And speaking of brand, Lauren, Lauren. <laughs> I was, I was like, so wait, where are we, go, where are we going with this stuff? Well, we're going with brand, David, here. We, we're going to give something away today. Oh, yeah, what are we going to give away? We're going to give away our favorite brand Ooh. of flip-flops. These mm. are Olakai's. Um, they're stupid expensive. Olakai, yeah. the best flip-flop you'll ever wear. David's wearing black ones. I'm wearing green They're ones. Probably the most expensive flip flops. Uh, I mean, that's not true, but the most expensive ones I've ever bought. Like normal, normal people flip flops. Yeah, normal people flip flops. I mean, they're not like Gucci or something, but um, but they are. They're Gucci on my feet. They feel like that's Gucci. right. They're Gucci, Gucci, like Gucci. Versace for your feet. Totally. Um, yeah, they're amazing. They uh, they actually have crazy arch support. I don't know why we're giving that away on a photography podcast because we're together. Because we're in Florida. We're we together in Florida. And we're relaxed. We're, and relaxed. we're talking about brands. Look how many names I just said. I said Versace. Armani, like, mm. interesting. Because I guess when I think of Olokai flip-flops, um, I think of comfort and I think of support and I think of the only flip-flops that I'll ever wear anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, was a Rainbow, I was a rainbow guy for years. Yeah. And then I switched the to, like, the Reef. There was, like, a good Reef one. And mm. then I bought Olokai's and was like, whoa, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's separate. That's not because I love you and I look up to you and... I went to the I went to the flip flop store in Tennessee, which is kind of funny. I'm like, but there was a flip flop store. I guess it was called. It's in the mall. Whatever. It had. It was only flip flops. It's the only thing they had there. And I went in there and I said, "What are your best flip flops?" And they're like, "We'll try these three. And it was like some other brand. I don't know Birkenstock or something. And then Olakai. And I was like, "Holy crap! Art these support. these are amazing." So that's um, the winner. One of you lucky people. For no reason except for being here and putting up with us is going to win a free pair of awesome flip-flops. 
Yep. Because we, gonna... we love giving away stuff. We'll even maybe get your size, your shoe size. No, we're only going to send you size 12 because that's what I wear. <laughs> I need a new pair, so I'm going to send you mine. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll get you a new pair. And if you're a woman, we'll get you like a woman. Yeah. My wife has Olakai women's version, a little bit more narrow. Um, she's not narrow minded, but the flip flops are, you know. So, anyways. I'm so happy she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're Woo. yeah, so if you want to win a pair of flops, just share this just, video. Yeah, share this video. Just go share. If you shared it, let me know that you've shared it by saying, I've shared it. Mm-hmm. Shared. Shared some, shared some light with us. It's so weird, like, not being, like... Being, being, in, uh, <laughs> being in person. It's awesome. And I, I have not finished my second cup of coffee yet, so I feel like I'm not responsible yet. I'm, like, in the process of waking up. Well, you got here really early, so we could set up, too. <laughs> No, I didn't. I got here like five minutes ago. But we made it work because mm-hmm. that's what we do. I'm the, he calls me the MacGyver mm-hmm. of, a, of photography, so I'm like duct taping, and you should see my view of what we're the, looking the at. amount of duct tape that's right in front of us is unbelievable. It's gaff tape, actually, but you know that's fun. that's fine. Um, so the idea of building a brand. So here's the thing: when you think of when you think of a specific brand, it evokes specific emotions. People are always going to pull out, like, what do you think about when you think of Apple? You know? And they'll have, like, a specific, uh, they think chic, or they think a computer that actually works. Sorry, Kristen, um, if, you, if she's listening. Uh, <laughs> do I make fun of her on the Tech Talk? Okay. I was did. like, here's my five-year-old MacBook, still better than Kristen's computer. And then, like, I <laughs> ragged on her, because I saw that she was on. We have a new, a new hire. Kristen, she's yeah, great. Yeah, Kristen's amazing. But she uses um, a PC. She does. And that is just not PC. It's not politically correct. So, um, Just kidding, just kidding. Um, <clears throat> brands evoke a, a specific type of emotion. And with photography, people ask, how much should I charge? And then I say, well, it depends. Like, A, what's your experience? And B, what's the perception of you as a brand? Okay? And so today we're going to talk a little bit about what that is, what that looks like, how you can take some steps towards building a brand, but it really takes time um, to, to build a brand and have, you, have a reputation as any type of brand, um, but in this specific example, we're talking about photographers, obviously. So the better your brand is perceived, the more money people are willing to spend on hiring you, the more you can charge. So basically, if you're a new photographer and you have no brand presence online, people don't know who you are. I'm not saying you're famous. I'm saying like in your town, people don't know who you are. You have no brand recognition. Then your perceived value is going to be a lot lower. Rather than the established photographer that has shot all these established influential families or weddings, events, et cetera, in your community, when you have an established brand with an established reputation as someone who does great work, your brand is more valuable. Your brand can make you not only be perceived as more valuable, valuable, but actually be more valuable because people feel more confident in hiring someone that they can trust that has brand recognition. So building a brand is extremely important. And so when we talk about like, hey, should you start with Three Daisies Photography or Eye of the 
dandelion. <laughs> yeah. I like uh-huh. Eye of the Tiger. Like, Eye of the Tiger I, 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 hear, I hear the music in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, dun, oh, yeah, dun, I love dun, it. Dun, dun, dun. I promise I am wearing shorts, by the way. It looks like when you see my knee. Just you there, said looks... new photographer, and I thought you said nude. No, no, I was no, like, no. yes. Yeah, I just, just so you guys know, Woo! I am actually. That's the I, shot. I, That's I the shot. Wearing, I actually am wearing shorts. You know, it just it looks, it looks kind of like I'm. Oh, you tried to move your camera angle. That's funny. Well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah. I, I was just, I was trying to, you know, I'm, I'm blocking it. Oh, there. okay. Um. I forgot what I was talking about. You were talking. <laughs> I was apparently I got talking distra- about. I got distracted too. You were like, was, you were standing I'm, I'm up. Pantless, so that was, you know, it was making me, <clears throat> making me try to remember what I was talking about. We were talking about people being confident and paying you. And as somebody yeah. who get, I mean, up until recently, that's all I did. Um, and the best clients in the world are the one who pay you what you want to make and trust you. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a that's a great point. So. We've all had those clients, unless you are just starting out and you haven't had clients yet. Rich and I have had these clients. And they're just a pain in the butt. Okay? They're they're a pain in the butt. And they basically are trying to negotiate with you right out of the bat, <clears throat> trying to get, be like, well, I'm going to give you brand recognition, blah, blah, blah. Or are they like, I'm going to give you exposure. I'm going to share it on my social media. I have 300 friends on there. Great. Um, I'm going to make you famous by you taking my pictures for a discount. Right, exactly. A discount or free. And it's, it's one of these things that happens so much on photographers. I don't know what it is. They're like, we'll pay you with exposure. you know. And like, yes, there are very influential people that maybe you should consider uh, doing a pro bono shoot to or a free shoot to because it will it could potentially elevate your brand give you a reputation yeah. but 99.99% of those people that are asking for that are not that situation and they're just trying to get a good deal because they're cheap okay so there's those clients that you maybe give a discount to and you had to haggle with on pricing and all these different things in the beginning and the reality is is they weren't fun clients to work with before, during, and certainly not after. And the reason is, is they're always critiquing you, they're always micromanaging you, and they're always thinking, what is it that you are cutting out? Which corners are you cutting so that you can give me this discount? Because they know that they should have been paying more money, okay? So there's those clients, which are the horrible clients. Should we come up with a nickname for them? Something that's memorable? My mind is just going to like clients I've had, and I don't want to say. Yeah, like don't want to say like yeah, names. the beeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this. There was a family called the Coleman's, and I shot their wedding. Oh, like, uh, like and 10. I asked, and I didn't ask for a discount, but you did it because <laughs> you were kind, and I was a poor child. <laughs> I was happy to do that for a friend. Um, you were just trying to butter me up to work for you. Twelve that's right. years later. Yeah, ten, twelve, twelve years now. Putting you on the spot. It's okay. No, 11, Lauren 11, doesn't listen. Eleven to years. She doesn't listen to our podcast. It's mine. So. How, how long? 11. 11 years? Okay. Manual high school, so it could be 15. <laughs> I got married in hey, 09. I had Coach Vrablick from, Vrablick from a math teacher, and he was pretty smart. Oh, Reggie. Good guy. Reggie? Yeah. Vrablick. Reggie Niedemeyer? Frank. Ray- no, it's like oh. a nickname. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. I don't, I don't get it. Where Sorry. are you from? Do you even... Li- you're like, you're like <laughs> Outer Banks, the TV show, and I'm like, Outer Banks actually live there. I'm, I'm, I'm a pogue. Oh, Dude, am I a kook now? Kook. Well, what? kook's a real word. Pogue is not. Right, right. Like this guy is a kook. The guy walking yeah. by right now. Yeah. He's wearing basketball shorts. Yeah. Kook. <laughs> He's gonna try to surf today. In this basketball on a short on a short board. Yeah, on a short board. In the you know it's six inches big. What is? The waves. <laughs> the waves are six inches tall. So, anyways. Um, 
brand recognition. <laughs> well, let's talk about, can we, like, can I, yeah. can I tease you for a minute? Yeah. Like, you are almost identified by your t-shirt. Like, people, people knock you that don't get it. And we've talked about like, it a dude, little bit. you were in the same that, shirt as yesterday? I'm like, yeah. Smell, for but sure. like even like, like you want to look like David, like you want to look like David Monar, which is I want to look like myself. Beautiful, sexy hair okay. and a blue V neck. When was, last time, when was the last time you changed your haircut? When I changed it, like I don't know, seven years ago, eight years. But ago. But it's like I had long hair, and then I just kind of like I was like, oh, I'm gonna push it up to the side, and yeah. And now that's the beautiful blue V neck that I see on your website. That's that's me, you know. Um, so I, want, I wanted to paint a picture of two clients. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. The names. The, okay, so the we Pogues. were trying to... We were, the Pogues and the Kooks. The Pogues and the Kooks. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't think it's a good representation. We'll have to go. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. What's a crappy client? The crappy client that just is trying to take advantage of you. Like, what do we call them? Clients? Karen. <laughs> Karen's. No offense to any Karen's. Unless you're beautiful and named Karen. <laughs> um, we can, hey, let us know in the comments if you have any specific names. Um... There's still the delay. Tish said, I'm homesick and y'all crack me up. I appreciate that. Um, try, not to, <laughs> try not to cough on too many days. Look at that light change. Woo-wee. nele. That's the, the, the smoke from the forest fire is, is, is encroaching. Is that, that'd, be, that'd be brutal. So I want to paint a picture of two cities. No, just kidding. Two clients. So there's the really crappy ones. Let us know. Cheapskates. Cheap yeah, that's good. Karen's. Yes, says Lori. Um, let me know. Uh, what you guys think we should call the crappy clients, the ones that like haggle you for prices and do not respect you and do not, do not pay you what you're worth. And then micromanage the crap out of you afterwards and then refer you to other people saying, yeah, they'll you know, make sure and ask for a really good deal. The clients that you don't want to have and you don't want to attract more of them like that, the crappy ones, okay? So then there's on the flip side, there's the wonderful clients, the wonderful ones, and we could, you could probably even name some names if you really wanted to. Um, there's the wonderful clients that gladly pay you what you're worth and value you and trust you and are like, whatever you say. When you tell them, um, we've been talking about the wedding photography and uh, the photo mentorship because we've been doing a wedding photography boot camp. So we were talking about how it's really good to be able to coach your bride and groom on the timelines and kind of come up with a schedule. And so, for instance, as an example, like if their wedding is a half an hour before sunset and they want to take all the pictures afterwards, you're like, you're going to be photographing your family, your bridal portraits, your, you know, your couple portraits, all this stuff that's super important in the dark. So why don't we rework the schedule and consider having a special first look moment earlier in the day so that we can take the family photos and the bride and groom photos before the ceremony. And then it'll actually be more relaxed afterwards and you can you know, go straight to the cocktail hour, you know? Um, here's the thing. If you don't have a strong brand recognition, if your clients don't trust you, they're going to be like, heck no, I, wanna, I don't want to see the bride walking down the aisle. And I don't want to see her until the first time when she's walking down the aisle. I'm, they maybe don't, don't have that trust with you yet. And they, yeah, they don't trust you. And then they'll be like, no, no, we're having our ceremony at two because that's the best light. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like if you don't establish yourself as an authority figure too in your brand, like when I talk they're to They're not going to trust you. Yeah. They're going to haggle you. I tell my clients what we're doing and when we're doing. And a very, very, very beautiful thing, I've been in a meeting with a bride and I look at her and I'm like, you need to book somebody else. And they are shocked. They're like, you're going to say no to money? I'm, no, I'm saying no to you because you, when they book me, here's the thing about a brand. 
You can book David Molnar and get great photos. You could book Rich Coleman and great photos. But you can only get the experience of working with David if you book David. Mm -hmm. You can only get the experience of Rich if you book Rich. And that's why branding is so important because you're learning how to play off your strengths and then sell that. So, Mm -hmm. like, why would you ever... if, If I had the mindset that some of you guys have, why would I even take pictures? David takes pictures. Well, I take pictures because some people are going to love me even though they could get great pictures with David, but they want the experience of, like, laughing and joking and me being stupid all day. And I sell that. That's like me. When you book a shoot with me, it's going to be a fun time or I'm going to refer you to somebody who you know, is boring. I have, a, I have great photography friends who are like dry, boring. And I'm like, you need to book them. You need to book them. They're great photographers, but they're, their personalities. The personalities. Yeah. You have to think at a wedding specifically, I'm with the bride more than her mom, more than her husband, more than the pastor, more than the florist. I'm yeah. like, I'm with her for 10 hours. So if we don't get along, our day's going to suck. And the, the great thing about that, hundred percent, 190 percent, um, you should try to build a brand that would attract the type of clients that, that you, you want. want. Okay, so instead of it being like the client interviewing you and you being like, "Please book me," imagine that being reversed and you're interviewing the client and kind of being like, "Should I accept this gig with you? Convince me why." You know, yeah. not well, that you're being an a hole no. about it, but just like it's essentially like trying to find the right fit for each other at that point and not just simply begging anyone anywhere to do anything to pay you money. Uh, you know, take their pictures. When you have an established brand, you're going to, excuse me, that attracts people that you want to spend time with, that you want to photograph. They're going to refer you to their friends or colleagues, whatever it is, and you're going to start to attract a similar type of client. And if you have an established brand, if you can charge good prices, then the people that are going to start hiring you are going to absolutely trust you, are not going to question whether or not it's fine to pay you $10,000 to shoot that wedding or 5000 for that family portrait session or whatever it is because they're like, yeah, I want to work with Rich Coleman. I know they're awesome. I've, I know Rich is awesome. I've seen the photos that he's taken for David Molnar or whoever else for their family photos. They're incredible. I've heard he's a blast. And even just meeting Rich and having like a conversation with him, I'm like, I feel like I A, could get along with this guy. I'm going to laugh with him. We're going to have a lot of fun. He puts me at ease. And I think, and I think basically, uh, based on what I've seen, his portfolio and my friends have experienced, we're going to get awesome photos from it. So once you start establishing that brand and that reputation, people are going to gladly pay you what you're worth or what you're asking without haggling you and then they're not going to micromanage you because they trust you. But that doesn't, like, that comes with brand recognition, with establishing a brand. Mm. I don't, do you remember this? You told me. I don't know yet. You, <laughs> like, you looked at me and you said, people can't tell the difference between a good picture and a great photo. Mm. That's a, I mean, I have that, like, in a presentation I've given, like, yeah. with your name in it, like, yeah. dash David Molnar. Mm-hmm. So people don't. This is a weird thing. People don't want my photos. They're going to get good photos. They want my photos. Sure, they do. Sure. They want the experience of working with me. So right. as soon as I stopped trying to take the best photos I can, which I don't, I try to take the best photos I can, the moment I started selling the experience over the end result is when my business thrived. Because mm. people can't tell the difference between your Facebook friends, I'm sorry. They cannot tell the difference between a good photo and a great photo. You might be able to, as a photographer, 
see the difference because you can see like a photographer, but your friends on Facebook that are going to pay you money that are in your hometown, they do not and cannot tell the difference between a good photo and a great photo. And I'm, and you take that to a bride who's going to either spend 2000 or $10,000. They can't tell the difference sometimes. And so what is the difference? The difference is the brand and how you've established yourself in your niche, whether that's newborn. I have the newborn photographer, Whitney Norco, charges 500 bucks. She's there for 20 minutes and does an amazing job. And they're amazing <laughs> photos, but she is niched down to be specifically a newborn photographer and she makes a full-time living shooting babies and awesome. and when i do it like when i she shot my kids it was like eight days old seven o'clock in the morning make sure they're fed make sure the room is 82 degrees and it was like she was an expert and she had it dialed in huh oh yeah and i was like dying i'm like <gasps> like you know what i mean like summertime 82 yeah, degrees 82. oh yeah but it, it's just funny, and I trusted her. I was like, her, she's great, and she know like, as soon as you act like you know what you're doing, it, it, fake it till you make it a little bit. As you're establishing your brand, there's going to be a little bit of, you know, pretending, and you'll build that confidence as you go, because that's mega important. Absolutely. So really, what we're trying to say is that the difference between you know, a wedding photographer, as an example, charging, you said $2,000, which actually is decent money with wedding photography. It's not bad, you know? Two, yeah, two it's nothing to, yeah, it's nothing to like brush under the rug about. But the difference, I'll say a $1,000 wedding photographer, because that is pretty cheap. $600. Those are like, when I think of like back home, like those people charging $600 for all day. They suck. Yeah. No offense. But, but take offense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the difference between that and then me charging 10, 15 grand, I realized charging about 15 grand for weddings as a package before we retired from wedding photography. The difference between that thousand or $600 photographer and the $15,000 was the brand recognition and trust. It was the type of clients that were referring their friends and their colleagues to us saying, you have to hire David and Tammy. Walmart. And how pissed would they be if they got Tammy and Rich? They would be like immediately heartbroken. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, they not that y'all wouldn't do a great job, no, no. I but mean, it was the brand need, recognition of Yeah, me and, me and Tammy could shoot a wedding all day together, and the pictures would be great. We've shot together, Tammy and I, with you. Yeah. But they book Coleman shots because they want Rich Coleman there. The moment I tried to get other people to shoot for me, I was like, Mrrr. Because Tom, Jeremiah, they can't be me. Mm. And I tell people all the time, like even during family shoots, like I'm making them laugh. I'm not even taking the picture. Mm. You know, it's like, it's funny how much like the business and the brand of my photography is not behind the camera. So, it's so behind my face. That, that's so good. You said you're not even taking pictures. You're just making them laugh. That's such an important thing to be able to be able to turn on a personality. I know there's different types of personalities. There's, you know, introverts, and there's, or there's people that are, you know, not as extroverted. They're not as social. They're not as out. They're not as loud. And it'd be hard to like force that for a lot of people. But I also know some introverts that can turn it on and do a fantastic job. My friend Jeff Goins, he's pretty introverted. He's kind of quiet, you know, like in person. But when he gets on stage, boy, that guy turns it on and it does like an amazing job. And he has, he's had to learn how to do that. My friend uh, Dr. Axe. He's you know pretty quiet, pretty reserved guy, like wonderful guy in small groups, um, and when he gets on the stage, 
Like, so he's pretty introverted. He's not super outgoing, like starting conversations with everyone. And then once he gets on stage, man, that guy can turn it on. He's an amazing presenter. So when you're a photographer, it's like you have to like come out of your shell a little teeny bit and pull that, uh, you know, pull that superpower out and try to, you know, try to entertain people and dear them to you and make them feel comfortable. We've talked a lot about this. If you've ever, if you've ever attended one of my classes on posing or if you've taken my naturally pose your subjects like a pro course, we talk about the importance of making people feel comfortable and connecting with your clients and how that is, you know, that's so, so important. So one of the things that is really important is that people don't remember what you say. They remember how you make them feel. Okay? I'm going to say that again. People don't remember what you say, like the specific words or if you used a big vocabulary or whatever it is. They remember how you make them feel. And so arguably, after a shoot, like people are going to remember the pictures because they'll have the pictures eventually when you turn, you know, show them the online gallery. The experience. But the experience is what they're going to remember. Like when they tell you, good job, I'll, I'll rap shoots all the time, and they're like, you did such a great job, and I say... You don't even you see the pictures I yet. I said, you haven't even seen a picture yet. I forgot film. And like that's like another joke I play into it. But they right. like I did I did a family shoot like five days ago, and my roommate from college came in town, and like he was afraid to ask me for a shoot, and then like I went and had a drink with him, and mm. I was like, when do you guys leave? Let's do a shoot tomorrow. And they're like, mm. my whole family wanted me to ask, but I'm not going to do that to you. And I right. said, I'll see you at the beach at seven, and I shot it, and the, his mother was so excited, and their dad was like, you are phenomenal at what you do, and I'm like, you haven't seen a single photo. <laughs> I haven't even seen the back of the camera. So and it doesn't matter. I could have. I could probably deliver blurry photos. And they'd be like, wow. And they're like, these are great because people can't tell the difference between a good picture and a great picture. They just remember working with me was fun. And they remember the way that you made them feel. And here's kind of the secret. One of the things we talk about in my posing trainings is that um, if people don't feel comfortable, and this is a totally totally relevant to brands, okay? Because it's it's the way that you're you make people feel when they experience your brand, so whether it's on a photo shoot or before a photo shoot, looking at your website, your Instagram, well, Facebook, it's a plumber whatever. or your cat. I mean, like take photography out of it. Like brand is huge, it's absolutely huge. If you do not make your clients feel, or your you know your subjects feel comfortable and confident and beautiful or handsome, like they look good and like they're having fun, if they don't feel comfortable, as perfect as a picture technically, that you can take. That didn't sound correctly. If you t regardless of whether you take technically perfect photos from a lighting standpoint, from a setting standpoint, from an editing standpoint, whatever it is, you do everything right, but your clients don't feel comfortable, they will not like the photos of themselves. And so when Rich is saying that, people are saying, you are such an amazing photographer, you're so amazing at what you do. They're saying this after the shoot, like right after they wrap and they haven't even seen any photos yet. Like they're still two weeks out from seeing any Yeah, they, haven't see, they won't see photos for a long time and they're like, he's such a good photographer. Why is that? They haven't even seen the photos. It's because he made them feel comfortable, relaxed, beautiful, handsome, attractive, Thank you. confident, and they enjoyed their experience. Therefore, they will like the photos, even if they suck. If they're not as technically perfect as they could be, yeah, as, as a picture the, as David the, took, as they could be, like a picture David took compared to what I took. The point being is your brand is the way that people feel 
about you. It's an experience. Brand. Yeah, it's the experience. Like okay. think think about anything. Like uh, you know, like the guy who remodeled your house, the guy who redid your kitchen. If like he sucked and you argued with him, you're like, that guy sucked, and look at this is wrong. That's wrong. This is wrong. Because the you'll ex- be nitpicking. You're it. so nitpicky because the experience sucked. That like if the guy was great, and you're like you had like you loved the same baseball team. You're like, oh, this guy was great, and you're like, it's cracked now. But like, it's true. It, it like. That's 100% true. If I like the experience of working with someone, even if they make some mistakes, it's like, ah, it's not a big deal. But if I think that like, guy's God, a jerk face, then God. I will nitpick the crap out of thank them. Thank God David like, likes me as a person because I mess up at David Monar every day. All the time. Oh, my God. I'm like, uh, the website doesn't work. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it, the way that people experience your brand is so important. Um, in fact, that what is a brand? It's kind of this arbitrary like feeling out there. Like, what is the brand? People are like, well, it's the logo. Well, it's the colors. Like, no, it's the way that people feel when they experience the brand of Apple or Costco or yeah, or like McDonald's. Pu- like, like think about like Publix and Food Lion. Like when I walk in, like Harris Teeter of the grocery store came, came to the Outer Banks, and I went in there and I was like, wow, everything's clean and awesome. And great. And even though the food was more expensive, I was like, the experience of this, you're still on the camera, your butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's on <my> camera. <laughs> uh, I could have handed it to you. I'm sorry. It's like, you know, like, like people in DC, like Wegmans, like the grocery store Wegmans. You go into a Wegmans and you're like, Kro- Kro- Kroger sucks. You know what I mean? It's like Publix compared to what else is down here? Nothing. Yeah. Publix. Well, there's, like, Mo- there's Modica Market. It's kind of like a small little family-run place. It's cool. The experience is cool. The experience is cool. It's true. The grocery store is just a grocery store. Totally. It's gross. Sorry. <laughs> I love you. So Lori asked the question, so how do you create a brand when starting out? It sounds like you need to work and then figure what your brand should be. What like when, people, when a bunch of people compliment something? Or like I, like I book weddings because... You know, planners like me and I stick to a timeline. Like, they like that. But they're also getting reviews that, like, thank you for telling me to book rich. So, like, when you're starting to build a brand, you're kind of, like, testing to see what works. Kind of like when you show up to a shoot, when David teaches you how to pose and you're dealing with a brand new client, you find out what works and then you replicate. If something doesn't work, stop. Like, don't. Don't chase something that doesn't work. Find out what is working for you and and go for that. Don't go chasing waterfalls. TLC. Unless you take my... Don't go chasing... Unless you take This is like great. Worship pastor. Pentecostal. Do you know what um, Whitney Houston's favorite form of coordination is? I do, but I'll let you say it. And I... Hand, I get it. Hand, I. Okay. Um, I did hand that one to you. <clears throat> so, Lori's question, like, what? How do you start going about building a brand? We should talk about that for a couple minutes before we wrap and give away some Olukai flip flops. Olukai flip flops. Yeah. So, when you're establishing a brand, at first, um, number one, like, don't change your logo every ten minutes because you're going to confuse your clients. That's like just a really practical thing. Like, your logo can evolve, but you want people to like, like, you see a big yellow M on the freeway, you know it's McDonald's. Right. Boom. And you, also, you might start salivating when you see it. Even though McDonald's is horrible for you, yeah. um, I still have very fond memories of that kid. golden arch and like sneaking out of you know, 
high school and going, and, and going to yeah. McDonald's to get a breakfast biscuit. You want to be identified yeah. quickly. Um, and I'll say when you're starting to build a brand, when your friends think of you, they need to think of you as Lori the photographer. So that means the stuff you're putting on Instagram, Facebook is photography. So that way they're not like, oh, Lori, the great mom who also takes pictures. You need to be a photographer. You need to call yourself a photographer. You need to yep. be Lori the photographer and then build off of that. So if you're not a photographer and you're trying to build a brand, you need to be identified very easily and quickly as the photographer. Absolutely. So <clears throat> a brand is a hard thing. I mean, there's all sorts of books about it. Um, you know, Jeff Yoakum is uh, an amazing uh, branding specialist. He's no yoke. He's no yoke. Do you know who Jeff Yoakum is? Um, no. We, we worked with Jeff Yoakum a while ago. We were charging, I think, three or four grand to shoot a wedding. Uh, this is probably, uh, gosh, 10 years ago-ish. And, uh, and then basically from the experience of working with him, I don't know if he's still coaching photographers or not, but maybe he is. Um, Maybe we'll post a link to his stuff because he's awesome. But anyways. AintNoYoke.com. AintNoYoke. That's not it. Chris um, did not put that. No, it, his, his name is spelled Joke, like Jokum, but it's like J-O-C-H-U-M, I think. Jokum. But Yokum. Anyways, um, he, he took our brand experience like up several notches. Like He helped us kind of rebrand and do the stuff and create DavidAndTammy.com. And, and then we, that's when we kind of established this brand and we're able to start charging like really the big bucks. And, and Tammy's way prettier than you. It's so like way when you prettier, added her yeah. to the header, you're yeah. like, whoa. Like before it was just like David Molnar Weddings and then we made, we rebranded it and made it David and Tammy and we put like a cute heart and stuff in it. And like basically went from like, you know, three or four grand to shoot a wedding to like 15, you know. Um, and, and we'd shoot a few weddings a year and then sell a bunch of albums and stuff to them too. And, you know, it was, it was different. It was, it was nice to be able to work with clients that really respected you and they're spending, you know, a couple million dollars or whatever on their weddings. So it's beautiful. Like the whole experience is beautiful. It's when way they, different. When they're spending $50,000 on flowers, it's really hard to not take a great pictures of flowers. It's true. Um, photographing wealthy people's weddings is easier. It's, it can be stressful, but it can be easier because everything is beautiful yeah. about it. You know, like, yeah, and it's like very well thought through. It's been planned out for a year and a half. And there's the a planner. There's a hairstylist. There's right when you show up and they spent all three hundred dollars on you, <laughs> and you're like the table. The centerpiece is a red solo cup. There's just not a lot you can do with that. Totally. So, so how do you start building a brand? So, so basically, a brand is the way that you. It's funny. The light is going in and out like crazy today. <laughs> A brand is the way that people feel about you and, and, and about, about your brand. It's, it's this hard thing to like put on because it's not just your logo. It's not just your colors. It's not just your website style. Okay? It's not this, I have this grungy look. It's a combination. Is esoteric the right word? It's, not, it's this combination of, of all the things that make people feel some sort of emotion about you. Okay? So for instance... If you wanted to be the photographer that only shot, let's talk about Whitney Norco for a second. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to only be, she's this amazing photographer from our hometown. Um, I always say hometown. We grew up in technically different towns. Or did you grow up, you were Kitty Hawk in early? I live four miles away from Yeah, it's like, this, he's, it's the same mile. He's mad. I'm the Outer Banks. The we're both town. Pogues, so it's fine. You know, If you haven't seen the, the TV show Outer Banks, then... That's Watch fine. it. That's fine too. Watch it and you'll <laughs> understand some of our obscure references yeah. from a show that wasn't shot where we live. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just named after where we live, grew up. Um, anyways, she's shooting exclusively for newborns, you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, she's established this, this brand of like, I photograph newborns, she does all these creative things and they're, they're really beautiful photos. 
I don't really know where I'm going with this, but basically, if she was showing pictures of rock bands on her website, then most likely the moms who were considering a newborn photographer wouldn't consider it. That little red X is really easily clickable. On the, to on the, the browser. browser. I was yeah. like, on our website? I don't know. Well, I'm just saying, like, if it's like, nope, that's not me. Yeah. So it's really about the feeling, like, overall, like, does the logo make sense? So for us, for the David and Tammy brand, we were trying to establish this higher-end um, experience where we were going to take world-class images that were fun, bright, and airy. You know, maybe we had some, like, sun-drenched was a word that we were using, and um, we, so we try to shoot weddings that were like fun, beautiful people that had good money, that had really good taste, and that would shoot like they'd have their weddings outdoors. Really, we didn't want to shoot dry weddings indoors. We Amen. Just we just didn't want to. You know, um, we'd rather shoot weddings where people were gonna spend money on the aesthetics, um, and and you know, have their weddings in a beautiful scene. You know. And so we created this thing that was a little bit like whimsical, a little bit fairy tale, but, but I, I think pretty classy. And what it did, what we weren't doing is having this grungy logo and putting all these textures all over our pictures and making them dark and broody and moody because that would attract a specific type of client, okay? And, you know, there's people with money and all sorts of different types of tastes. But for us, we wanted to attract the type of client that would want this outdoor, beautiful, semi-traditional, but also photojournalistic photos. When I say, mm. not, super, not super traditional, but we take some traditional Classic. portraits that weren't stiff, but they were in this aesthetic, beautifully, beautiful setting. Um, but it wasn't like we were going after the like, super tattooed, brooding, moody um, bride. Like that, like that just wasn't what we were going after. We were going after a specific type of niche. I forgot to put and, my tattoo makeup on. In our, in our, I'm not knocking tattoos. I'm saying that what we were going after was a specific type of niche of people, you know? Yeah. And, and those people were attracted to us um, and our personalities and the types of photos and the types of colors that we picked for our websites. And, you know, like the, the, the bright, happy feeling um, that we would put out there in our social media channels. You know, on Instagram, on Facebook, on our website, on the blogs. We would specifically pick the type of photos that would represent the type of clients that we would want to attract more of. Mm. Can I, I mean, like, um, yes. you just said something really profound, and I don't want you guys to miss it. Branding. Why is it so important? Because you will, I, you will attract ideal clients that pay you what you want, that mm. like your work before you take a single photo. Mm -hmm. Like, overarching... The reason you brand is, is so to attract the right type of client. Is to get not money, but the right client. Because some people are not worth the money. David's had shoots where they paid him a lot of money and he was like, this sucks. And growing up in a house where my dad never liked his job, mm. he was always unhappy and unsatisfied with work. I wanted to do something that I love. And by me picking my clients instead of my clients picking me, Work doesn't feel like work. And you, I promise you, I'm not the happiest person in the world, but I'm pretty freaking happy. I'd the, say so. the moment that work is work, you know, it's, it's, if you're at a shoot and you're like, this sucks, it's, it's work. But if, you're at a, if, you're, if I'm at a wedding and I'm having fun, I'm like making the dad laugh and, you know, being inappropriate with them. Like, I'm like, this is awesome. I just got paid to go 
have a party with these people and push a button. Yep. When work isn't work, man, you're doing life right. Mm. Mm. And that's yep. what building a brand is. Building a brand is attracting the right client. Right. And the right client for Rich may be a little bit different than the right client for me. The right client for me might be a little bit different than the right client for Linda Nielsen. Okay. So it it hundred percent depends. Okay. I I know some, you know, photographers like you said that are a little bit drier personality and that's fine. And they're gonna attract someone who's like they don't want the cheesy dad jokes. Like they're like, Ugh, I don't want I just you know No there's, puns. I yeah. There's people that like couldn't take it. They wouldn't want to hang out with me and that's okay. You know, I'm not for everyone. Like that's fine. You know you are you are a specific some people are Coke people, some people are Pepsi people, but they still get bought. I have Coke in the fridge. I don't drink it very often, but I have a couple of Cokes. Well, in that's, about, that's what I'm saying. There's some people that are like, I'll never drink a Coke because it's not Coke. I want a Pepsi. That's what, there's nothing Pepsi wrong. Sucks. There's nothing Sorry, wrong or right. People are going to want it. So, like, don't feel like. Wait, are you a Pepsi person? Let's get down. I don't, I don't drink soda. Okay. So, here, I'm an aha person, not a bubbly person. That's more my niche. Or I, LaCroix, I hate LaCroix. LaCroix, it's like somebody's screaming coconut in the other room. That's like, I'm drinking a LaCroix, and it's like, oh, maybe coconut. Like, somebody's going, coconut, as I'm drinking it. I, I don't even get it. But. I, well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't taste like coconut. I drink an AHA, and it tastes like what I'm drinking. Oh, coconut and LaCroix are disgusting. I'm saying LaCroix as Lime. a drink is disgusting. Di- yeah, okay. Um, anyway, what I'm saying... Whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's a brand. So don't feel like you're... Because you're branding a certain way that you're just cutting off a source of income, you don't want that income anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't feel like, well, I'm cutting off this half of people. You do not want that half of people. It is not worth the money. So as you're branding, as you're building you're going to find the right client, not just a client. And that is huge. When you niche down, um, Nicky, Nicky. When, you, when you niche down and start finding the right type of client that connects with you, resonates with you, that gladly pays you what you're worth, like Rich was saying, you're, like, if you love what you do, you'll never be working a day in your life. You'll love it. You know? And you'll also make more money and you'll, ha- you'll have more fun, you'll have less stress and it's, it's just wonderful. And so you're essentially attracting the right clients and you're deterring the wrong clients when you have a, a specific established brand, okay? There are the just super crazy artsy photographers, I should say, sorry, people out there that really wanted their wedding photos to be this real niche, really artsy thing and I was not the right fit for that. I mean... I have an artistic eye, but there's certain times where I'm like, I feel like that thing, this style that you Will want be, the photos to be yeah. edited are not timeless. timeless. And, and the, what I always you know, shot for, literally, um, was to try to create timeless images. Okay? That's why I didn't go for any crazy, edgy editing things or things, because they were just like trends. They were just... They're fleeting moments of like, They're cool this now. is how you do this type of like style. This is, and then like you look at them a few years later and you're like, okay. You're like embarrassed of your own work. Yeah, you're like, oh crap. That's one you thing know? like uh, Vasco, like building my own presets was such a freeing experience because I was able to make presets that were cooler than like what was happening on Pinterest that month. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. the, the presets that we give out, like I'm, we're trying to make them great now. And, that, and photography has changed, not to rabbit trail, but... You know, like I call it grandma photography. So, like, you look at somebody who got married in the '60s or '70s, and their pictures just look stiff and boring. But David took my wedding photos, and they're they're timeless. Like, my kids were going to look at those photos when they turn 20 and be like, "That's still a great photo." 
Because, Hopefully. yeah, I mean, maybe they'll be looking at it on a hologram at that point. But, like, the media will change, but the image is timeless to where, like, studio, like, mm-hmm. and, it, and I love that photography is, like, opening up to timelessness. Like, I'm very excited about that. Mm. Yep, love that. Love it. Love it. Hey, we should give away the photo mentorship for, for how, how long do we give it away for last time? Let's, let's, do, let's do three months. Okay, we give away three months. So if you guys don't know what the photo mentorship is. What is it? Well, Rich, I'll tell you. <laughs> the photo mentorship is our amazing membership community um, where you can stream unlimited access to all of our courses, get unlimited questions answered by me and Rich and Crystal and Brandon and Emily. Emily. Yep. And uh, it's amazing. Basically, it's unlimited ask, ask, access. Unlimited, unlimited asks. Unlimited access. <laughs> ah, you're going to get lots of asks. Whoa. <laughs> you, can, you get me five times a week, baby. Oh, gosh. Four times. I don't know. You can ask unlimited questions, and you can watch unlimited tutorials, because we have lots of different courses. And stuff it's like, like Netflix. You log in, and you get to pick which what you want to learn or you can pick a course but it's like Netflix for learning photography and I'm not legally allowed to say that but suck it so yeah sorry Netflix but it's cool it's like Netflix that doesn't suck so like you 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 burn through Netflix and you've watched all eight good shows and there's a bunch of crap on there the photo mentorship is a better version of that because like Emily is a world class retoucher I've Mm. taken pictures professionally for 15 years and I watch her edit and I'm like I suck well, that's why we bring in experts. Yeah, know? like because like, Brandon takes these amazing wildlife photos and teaches you guys in his Yellowstone, you know, wildlife. And course. I'm like, I took. And a I'm like, of a I don't know once. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, you, you know, like it's it's really fun. Um, it's like different, and we go live. The cool thing that's different from like just a learning perspective too is like tomorrow, Brandon and Emily are going to go live and talk about wedding portraits. Mm-hmm. So this month is wedding month. They go live every Wednesday, Thursday. Crystal's doing a. Really creative show. Friday, I do tech. Create time. with Crystal. It's just like there's different segments, and we're answering questions and giving away stuff a lot. Yeah, we essentially have live TV shows, kind of like you know, if you guys are watching this live, um, we have a live TV show, but there it's a lot more visual. Like for this, for the podcast, we're just sitting around talking, which is fun because obviously, you know, it's a podcast, it's mostly audio, right? But with our live trainings that we have inside the photo mentorship, we can actually do live editing training, we can do live presentations, we're showing you and teaching you all sorts of stuff. So we have we go live what three times a week in there two or two or three, four Not times four. A week? I mean we're, it's three three on a on a light week four on a normal week yeah so we're we're constantly having experts um, doing live trainings in addition to our twenty five courses that you can go watch at your own pace and counting and the live trainings too are archived so you can always go back and watch them like yeah. if you miss it if you can't show up live like that's fine you can always rewatch it an hour later and everybody has their speciality like I'm a nerd with gear and tech mm-hmm. so I do a thing called Tech Talk with Rich. And literally, they ask questions, and I answer like the first twenty, and by then a hundred more come in, mm-hmm. and I answer every question. Like, mm-hmm. how do I do this? Where do I plug in this? Which one of these do I buy? And I'm just right. like rapid fire answering questions in a, like a no BS like yeah way. Pretty- and it's and it's like fun. Like yeah, it, it's a really fun group, and like I'm I'm getting to meet Miss. Linda right there, like she's coming to see me on the Outer Banks. Not just to see me, because my wife wouldn't like that. But we're, I'm going <laughs> to grab a coffee with her. So it's like, these are my friends. So it's, like, it's really cool to, to get the experience of like, like helping you guys out, like not make the same mistake I mm. made, because I've messed up a lot. 
Yep. But I'm like helping you out. You did mess by, up a lot. Yeah, I was an idiot. <laughs> but watching our students like go from meh to like good photographers is such a rewarding experience. Mm. And it's fun. Like the group is like so fun right now. Well, the goal for the photo mentorship is to help, you know, aspiring photographers pursue their dreams. And really it's to give them what you and I didn't have, you know. My, is, men- my mentor sucked. Yeah. He was a jerk. Um, no, but I wasn't able to be there. Like we would talk a couple times a year and like give you some photo advice. But like to be able to watch courses and learn specifically from photography experts in their niches is just invaluable. Oh, and there's to a, get all your questions a, answered. There's a light time. meter in my camera to tell me if it's too dark or too bright. <laughs> Mind blown. Well, and also like edit with Emily. Like ed- Emily will literally edit your photos and show yeah. you like here's how I would do it. Here's, here's how, how I will edit. She'll literally edit your photo. Yeah, literally. It's fun. Yeah, students literally. will submit their photos and be like, how, how would you change this stuff? So it's really cool. And if you have a tech question or something like that, of course, you can ask Rich or one of us. We'll answer. So it's unlimited answers to your questions. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Anyways, we're going to give away three months free for that. Did we, did we get a winner for that? Crystal, we need a winner. We need a winner. We'll pick from some, one of you guys who have shared it. Um, Share now. You're, you still have time. Carol Fulton is saying, TPM is like extended family who really show a genuine interest in your personal growth as a photographer. It can't be beat. Love TPM. Laura Brandt is saying, love TPM. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much. Um, (laughs) It's fun. I mean, it's like like, worked like to talk about brand and like I'm a part of your brand now. Yeah. I like it because it doesn't feel like work. Me going live and helping people is like, I love it. I want to help you. And if I can't, I'm going to Google the heck out of it until I can. Like, I'm, I'm here to help you. And that's why it's such a fun experience for me. I mean, that's why we do the photo mentorship. Yeah. Because, like, I, I'm entirely unemployable. I would be a horrific employee. I'd be, I'd be a horrific employee. I am not good at doing anything but, but pursuing work that I love and that I feel like is making an impact. I just, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do something else. And that's why out of all the things that I could do in life, the photo mentorship is the thing that I choose. Yeah. Like that's and, the thing because and, that's the thing I love the most is helping photographers pursue their dreams, seeing those light bulbs turn on and just like, you know, helping them. That's I, that's the one thing that I choose to do because that's what I just that's my passion. Can Go I ahead. say I'll say I'm gonna say one more thing and I'll shut up. And Nita might not know this. So when David asked me on Number one, do you remember how you hired me? Mm. You were like, I don't want to hire you. That was like the sentence you said to me <laughs> on your dad's porch. And I, and I was like, and I was like trying to figure out like, what is this thing? Like, I'm, I'm not well, a great, I'm not a great teacher. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. But I, but like, as soon as you were like, you can help somebody like, that's the cool part. Like I, it's, it's fun. And it like feeds my soul to like help you. Like when I, when I love a product, and then I can talk you into it, and then you call me and say, man, thanks so much. I love that mm. app. I love that thing. And I'm like, yes. Mm. And I get to do that every day in the photo mentorship. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, now you make me sound like a little bit of a jerk, though, and saying I don't well, want to hire you. Well, I think, what's the context of it? I was saying, man, I want you to be able to pursue. I, I think I was saying I didn't want to hold you back from pursuing whatever dreams that you had specifically in your photography. Yeah, I know, no, yeah. And you're yeah not a, I wasn't you're, being you're like, I don't want to hire you because you're a jerk. It was like, Hey man, I would love to work with you, but I don't want to. Like, if you have, I, I don't want to keep you. The here process if you of were me working to for you, somewhere yeah, else. it was like a year, or maybe over a year. Like we've talked about it for years, yeah. And then like, and then it kind of evolved, and it's been it's been a blast. I'm their favorite. I mean, say in the, I mean, Rich. I mean, say Rich is my favorite <laughs> if it's true. If it's not true, 
but we do have winners. He's, he's more fun than me. It's all right. I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'll just keep on making courses for you guys and try to help. Try I'll to help keep making well. mini tutorial courses for you guys. <laughs> oh, man. I have a speed light course that was supposed to be finished, but it's close. It wasn't speedily finished. It was too speedily finished. This is true. He finished that course in a flash. I just didn't. And I, you can watch it in a flash. I didn't realize I wasn't supposed to flash the camera. I thought that was mm, like the point. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Wait, do we have any giveaway? We, we have get. What do you want to give away first? Let's um, let's give away. Um, I, I didn't see what that. that Either did not go to yeah. it after we pick a winner. Okay. Unless it's like, don't do it. Don't pick. Let's a- give away the photo mentorship. So the photo mentorship that's is prize our prize one. Yeah, that's I mean, prize one, yeah. and prize two is going to be the Olakai flip flops, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but they're essential. They're essential gear. You know, it should have been in our essential gear guide actually. Um, they're essential gear for a photographer. Clearly, we both have. If it, you, you know? can, if it's there's essential summertime gear. You know? If you don't have a pair of Olakai's, I don't tell you to buy stuff much, but like this is one of those moments where you're going to buy them and be like, "Dang, Rich was well, right." Well, here's the thing, like. Like when when I'm used to, I put like inserts and and stuff like that into my running shoes because I have high arches. And the amazing thing about Olakai's um, is that they have like this amazing high arch support, and uh, it's pretty amazing. It's weird that she, we're talking about. She I feel like weird that we're talking about shoes. We're not indoor now. I will say we're not we're sponsored not by Olakai. Me and and me and him just happen to like, yeah. Okay, so that's why yeah. I, I just thought like I gave away I gave away weird stuff on my show. Like we have all these photography things. Like on Tech Talk the other day, I gave away tie. I gave away weird stuff. Yeah, anyway, that's awesome. David, well, Rich wanted to give away Olakai, so that's what we're doing. So we're gonna give away. Uh, we'll, let's do the Olakai right now. Olakai. Yeah. Okay. The, the Olakai to be the winner crystal, is crystal clear. Drum roll, me. Yeah, the winner is Kimberly Dunham. Dunham. Dum. Dunham. No. <laughs> no, Kimberly, you want dun, dun, a pair dun. of like so? Crystal from our customer service team will reach out to because I don't want to know what size shoe you wear online. <laughs> She's like, I wear seventeens. Yeah. We'll find you the right shoe, but we're going to give away the photo mentorship. Kimberly, free. Kimberly Dun Dunham, 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 Dunham. Okay, sweet. Congratulations, Kimberly. Kimberly, and then um. You Steve said lens fear. balls. Oh, did you give away the lens balls? So did you give away that? No, I. <laughs> Someone just said because you were talking about that in Tech Talk the other day, right? I did. I think we gave away. Oh, maybe I don't remember. I give away so much stuff, I lose track of it. <laughs> Thanks for spending it's not my money. money it, so. <laughs> Andrea says Tiva flip flops are good too. I don't know about that. You know, they're okay. Whatever. I've had Tivas. <laughs> whatever. Uh, just, I'm just it the weird great. thumb thing for the like toe. No, mm, I'm just yeah. not. Mm, yeah. Mm. They really tee of me off. Tee peeve. Do you want it to? It's going to be a joy. Yeah. Somebody's going to be overjoyed by who won the TPM photo. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bury us her in. Um, Let's go to the bar. Barbados. Bar, bar, Barbados. Barbados. Um, so the winner of the photo mentorship, which we call TPM, is our acronym, uh, where you get unlimited access to all of our courses and unlimited questions answered by our photography experts. The winner for three free months. Dun, dun. Of the photo mentorship is Joy Berrios. 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 I don't know. Joy, well, hopefully, we've given you a joyous occasion. Joy Berrios. Joy, welcome. Log on tomorrow to watch more awesome content and win something tomorrow. It's great. That's right. That's Statistically, right. just by being a member, you, you're going to win something. Yeah, you're going to win something. Well, yeah, because we give away stuff every time. So when we do podcasts, when we do the lives inside the group, we always give away stuff. So we just, we just like 
spending money on you guys. You guys are awesome. I'm just so. overjoyed by this podcast. Overjoyed, man. For such a we rough, really raised the bar for such yes. a rough start. This like felt great. <laughs> I know. We were I was, like, Ugh. I was still like, Ugh. Dave was like, I'm gonna unplug my mic and throw it. I mean, in case you missed that, rewind, <laughs> yeah, rewind like, back to yeah, four yeah. minutes and watch David get mad. Well, it was like his, the, it was in my way. That's because yesterday skates. I heard. I, I just don't want to hold it like that was what. what I heard. Well, I was like, I wanted it to be like over here or something. You know? I, nobody ever told me that. Well, gosh, but I make it work. Conundrum. Did this work? Oh. <laughs> That's why you flew me down here, so you could fire me. I don't even know what I do at the photo mentorship, except have fun and give stuff away. Uh-huh. Well, David. <coughs> that ginger. I'm right here. Thanks for patting me gingerly. Um, yeah, that was fun. Fun. We did a live podcast. We did it together. We did it. In the same room. Usually, With we're, no you know, delay. Usually, I'm just like looking at an iMac. And mm-hmm. like getting distracted, so this has been great. I'm like watching David. He's basically saying window. I'm really boring. Is is what no, he's trying to say. No, you're great in real life. <laughs> I touched your inner thigh. Check your face. Um, Guess what? What? I love you. Gosh. We're very happily married to women. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. You're, you're like I'm not that happy. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. No. I no. never said. I said I was married. I never said happily married. Oh, okay. All right, all right. We love you guys. Have a fantastic day. We'll we'll chat with y'all soon. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about it.